Welcome everyone to the Daily Heat podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Gia. Welcome everyone. Welcome. All right. So before we start on our first topic, we're just going to tell you a little bit about ourselves and the reason why we decided to start a podcast. You want to go first? Um, You know, I strongly think I should go first, Tamara, because, you know, this is an experience that we would love to share with others outside, especially stories that is very interesting and experiences that people also went through but are too scared to even say to others. Hello, everyone. I'm Georgia. You can call me Gia. That's what everyone close to me calls me. Um, I believe that we can help you guys and share some laughter with this. I am a down-to-earth person, and I am very outgoing, outspoken. I am what you say, the opposite of Tamara. You can say that I am crazy and wild. (laughs) You know, she is the laid-back. I am the crazy, not-so-laid-back. So I hope you guys can handle my personality and my mouth. Please take no offense to what I say towards you gentlemen and females that are out there okay yeah this is so doing a podcast right now because my shyness is so deep like she says we're opposite people we're best friends but we're like opposite opposites attract so yeah the reason why we started this podcast was because we have so much to talk about every time we talk we always have a lot of stuff to talk about. And we're always like, we need to do something together. We need to do something. We always start about, talk about and all sorts of other things, but we can't because we live remotely. So, you know, one day we were talking and a topic came up and we were just talking and talking about it. And then I was like, we should start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And Georgia was shying away from me I don't want to do this I don't think this is right for me I kept pushing and this was months ago like months and she finally agreed to do it so I'm excited to be here uh-huh okay so today our topic is Georgia well it is on the fact that people who get the wrong size and if for all of you out there who does not know what the wrong size mean meaning jackets aka men who get children that are not theirs we this is a very like (laughs) strong topic that we want to bring up which is not right for it's not fair that the men out there have to be spending on children you know giving the comfort in their homes, providing for them, feeding them, to find out that a child is not theirs. That is a very heartbreaking thing. You know, some men take it not so good, some men go crazy, and probably want to kill women for it, which that's a big no-no. So, Tamara, would you like to start off the topic, or do you want me to just dive right in? Of course. So, this topic was because I was reading and saw that they actually passed a law I don't know if it's a law, but I think that they they make it made it easier for men to find out if their child is theirs in Jamaica. So while you're at the hospital, your child is being born and it comes out and you're like, okay, that's my baby, but I'm not sure. So (laughs) yes, because I don't want to take care of these children if they're not mine. (laughs) So they have 
literally made it easier for you to find out if your child it's a real problem in jamaica i've known about a whole lot i know a lot of people that actually got kids that are not their kids same same i know and don't worry everyone your identity will be kept a secret we call no names over here we do not need a lawsuit nor judgment (laughs) change up the name a little bit you know but let's just say i've seen a lot of and it and it even goes down to domestic abuse once a man has spent like years taking care of your child and then to find out that Jesus, that's not my child for 18 years. What are you gonna do then? So I have a little story. So back in the day, it's not even a close story to me. I heard it actually on the radio. This guy lived in the States <clears throat> and he had a son and he was filing for his son. And they got all the papers together and then it was time to do a DNA test. And let's just call him John. So John, you know, went back to Jamaica with his son, brought, you know, was ready to put through his filing. Probably very excited now that he gets his son and his wife to come home with him finally. And when he opened the DNA test, the child was not his. And that child was around 16 years old. So it was... 16 years that he was taking care of his child not no was not his and honestly okay, okay. i did okay. laugh because because it's a it's a problem but it's kind of funny sometimes when you hear it but to be honest it's not funny hold on Tamir. hold on hold on hold on hold on so let me get this straight so you're telling me for 16 years he's been providing for that child and that woman choose to let him know all of a sudden that that child is not his. How did it come she to her for her to do that? She did not let him know. He had to do a DNA test. She probably did not even know. Because she's probably fooling around. Her man is in a different country. And she's fooling around. And then she end up, you know, doing okay. something with somebody else. <laughs> wow okay you know what i strongly do um agree with this whole um rule and it should be very mandatory that's in jamaica that's going to come out hopefully it is that yeah men do deserve to know because in that situation right there that was messed up i'm sorry i'm not condoning you know cheating or anything of that but if you know that you're gonna have a little side piece or whatever use a condom with one and a condom with the other why were you go unprotected with someone and then you're gonna cause a heartbreak to that person when they find out that to knowing that that child is not theirs so i really want to get deep into this story and find out what did this man do like how did it go about what was the outcome what happened i need to hear the juicy details before i open my mouth and give this one is not so juicy what actually happened is that he continued to take care of this child because he has been doing that for 16 years Mm -hmm. and i think that for him it's probably it was hard for him to like say this is no longer my son i'm gonna divorce you and i'm gonna leave this child on his own for him to go find who his daddy is Mm -hmm. so he the, the, the more positive stories because with other stories, 
they don't stay. They like, that's not my child. Leave me alone. Don't speak to me again. Lose my number. Don't care about your child anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. so this was one of the more positive ones where he mm-hmm. actually chose to forgive her and stay because he has been for 16 years. Well, of years. course. I mean, and that is who the child is calling daddy, right? So, of course, he's going to have a connection to that child. It's very messed up, the fact that you can find the heart to just look at that child and be like, I'm not your daddy, you know? I ain't the pappy. Like, <laughs> no one has the guts to do that. But there are some men out right? They'll just drop the bond and be like, yo, me and your pupa. Bye. Yeah. And women <laughs> want that because they are so in love with that man too. Some of them out there, they want that person to be the child and insist that, hey, stay in our lives. But females, I am sorry. I would not agree to this one. You cannot, and I repeat, you cannot do that. You can't expect to throw a baby on a man and thinking when he finds out he's not the child's father, you want him to stay in your lives. He has the right to cut that tie. Mind you, I feel like he needs yeah. to be more cautious with the child and break it to him. You know what I mean? And it shouldn't have to be his duty either. Mm-hmm. It should be the mother's because she's the one who's in the wrong and caused the one that messed up. Exactly. Georgia, did you know that 25% are living with children that are not theirs? Oh, yes. Or probably more. Are probably Probably more, more. but probably just that little statistics based on what what research they did and people that took paternity tests afterwards. Probably that's just a a, a statistic, but... And especially now, back in the day... Exactly. Especially now, back in the day, you know that they they never had this technology where you can test for kids that aren't yours right i actually know an older um individual she's a lady um she has three daughters and you know um two out of that daughters knows their father and one um did not she actually went by a different last name and come to terms Mm -hmm. you know the man you know she's in her 40s now um, and the man like basically like searched her up, find her because he knew the mother and whatever. And he got in contact with that girl. They sat down. They had a conversation. Come to terms that yeah, you know, he was given the story of how the mother was back in the day, and she was messing around with other men while with him, and he was not sure that it was her. You know, it was his. And then come to thought of it she's been calling that man the other man daddy for all these years and she's like 40 now so can you imagine a man just coming Mm -hmm. up into your life and say hey i'm your dad and that's the reason why you have my last name because she's been using his last name all these years but calling another man daddy and you know she's always wondered why but yes come to find out you know the mom was a little you know Chicken running around back in the day. Promiscuous back in the day. Very, very promiscuous. I like when you use that word. I said chicken because only chicken heads run around like that. Run around. (laughs) Okay. So do you stop this? This um law 
per se is a good thing or a bad thing and why it's a good thing it's a good thing it's a good thing with this law because men need to know who their child is but then again even when they do know some of them don't want to have anything to do with the kids you know what i'm saying but we're going to get on that topic Mm -hmm. on a different episode we're not going to draw into that right now but i strongly agree that mm-hmm. once a child is born, they should be tested with, along with that father, with that man, to see if they are the father. I strongly agree with this law. I hope it comes out and is mandatory. I mean, a lot of men are going to be heartbreaking. <laughs> you know what? Probably want to burn the hospital down when they find out this situation. Yeah. But this is why. Yep. Andrew, if you are going to come up with this law, I hope you have security guards, <laughs> some big, strong security guards. To hold these men, he did know, but but it was a thing that was passed that they brought it up in parliament, and they say, you know, this would make things easier for this paternity fraud thing. Mm-hmm. So it would make it easier for women not to be doing this fraud and telling people that this is your child when it's not your child and all of that. So it was a thing that was. Mm-hmm. So now men are actually allowed if they want to. They are actually allowed to do it if they want to. And honestly, I think the women should be fined. I really do. I think the women should be fined. Not not the ones... Okay, let me just try to be clear so people don't come at me. And if you come at me and you have a different opinion, that's your opinion. But I'm just saying on my end, I really don't care if someone wants to yell at me or whatever. But I'm just coming with... Off, based off my opinion I feel like the women who intentionally knows that the child is not the man's and they give it to that man they should be fine it, they should be fine they should mm-hmm. you know not a lot of expenses yeah. $10,000 fine you gotta pay it out of your pocket you give him the wrong size you gotta return it pay back that money yeah. they should be <laughs> fine yeah. I, I think it's a good thing because I promiscuous that they're going around mm-hmm. they're sleeping with this guy and then they're sleeping with that guy and then they're sleeping with that guy and then they don't know who the baby daddy is and then they just say exactly. okay well I'm just gonna pick one any mini mini more okay it's yours exactly and then that person's excited they're like okay I'm having a child finally especially if it's a son exactly in Jamaica you know when you have your first son it's a huge thing it's like a oh, yeah. huge huge thing yes you know, you know everybody wants friends, that you little know, boy had me first just time. like them yep so I think that this helps women to stop being so promiscuous you know because they know once they don't know the man gonna know that you don't know <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna know <laughs> so you know you so know like, one day one day he just sits down look at that chat and be like how come you look nothing like me? I see you grow up every year and I see nothing for me. Did you get it from the mama? Well, you should at least have a something mm-hmm. for me. And the messed up thing is that when the man has like a mark and they don't get that mark right there, they're going to wonder, oh, better off. Mm-hmm. Even someone I know, they, like, this definitely. girl, she was promiscuous. You know, back in JA, um, let's just say her name is Tina. Tina was with uh, um, this guy for a while. And she was also seeing other mm-hmm. men um, come, come to terms. when Because she was always with this guy, we thought that, yeah, you know what? When she was pregnant, it was actually is. Then one day, they just come around and, you know, the mother, you know, the guy's mother was just like, something's not right. And you know, when grandmamas be getting that feeling, you know, 
they <laughs> they get that feeling, especially when it's the guy's mother. And when they went and tested the child, the child was not his. And he did not want anything to do with the child nor the mother because of what she did. And the child knows him as dad. And it's very heartbreaking yeah. for him, the fact that, you know, every time she sees him, daddy, daddy, he can't say anything. He just has to be normal, you know, talk to be there. Or exactly. asking her he permission if she can do it. Exactly. And he's looking, he hates that girl. He hates her. Gina, Jesus, if I were you, I would have run away. I would, I could never find a heart. Oh my God. I have a story similar to both of them. Very similar to that one, right? So let's just call this person. Paul has been like taking care of this child for say seven years right and you know how he found out that it was not his child how through text message so this tina actually yes i want you to just you know back up and just reverse that one did you just say she sent him a text message telling him this she sent him a voice note on whatsapp saying hey Hey, Paul, I'm sorry, but I had to tell you, sorry, you had to hear it like this, but this is not your child. How old was this child? He was about seven years old. Oh, my God. So you're telling me for the past seven years, this woman has been letting this child and that man think that (laughs) it's his and seven years yeah. after she sent him a text message. That's what she did. She sent I him a text message and she was like just went out of the house and just went and shot her one box. Sorry, I don't condone you know how abuse or is, violence, is but that's Jamaica. You know how the community is in Jamaica, you know? Mm-hmm. Live in a small community like I did. When these things mm-hmm. when these kids start growing up and not looking like the person they're supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. The community start talking. Everybody starts speculating. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. And you like, know community people are the most mixed up. Who looks like that person down the road. You know, I think it's that. Ch- and the men start start getting even... They're so- they start having all these um, doubts and everything. So they start to suspect, like, why is my child not looking like me for real? And, and also the community, I feel like because the community are looking like you know that can you imagine what a child's going through for them to look at the child and be like, Gwe, you know, feel for your papa, your class daddy, that ain't your daddy. Yeah. That ain't your father. You know what? I oh hope when Andrew does this law and do it, they just give them a letter, you know, and just say, You are not the father. Yep. <laughs> okay so do you think do you think that this law or something like this should be passed like worldwide should should yes. other something like this so people can find out whether or not they're the father yes 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 to all of them everywhere america jamaica Turkey, all in Pakistan, India, everywhere needs to have this law because it's not just Jamaica, it's everywhere. It is worldwide. 
these are things mm-hmm. that have been happening. You watch you watch YouTube, you watch the videos that are circling around with people doing videos about, you know, where they're videotaping their partner, yelling at them, said, I just did a DNA test and found out my kid's not mine. It's worldwide. It's not just um, small yeah. islands. It's, it's everywhere. everywhere. This thing is actually everywhere. You watch those Mari shows. I'm not even sure if those things are real. But if you watch those things... A lot of the time when they do the DNA diagnostic thing and it comes up and you're like, mm-hmm. Shh. it's a big <laughs> thing. Like, all right, just imagine, I'm just trying to figure out like, what is the woman going through at that time? One, like, does she already know that he was not the father? Is it just something that she did a one night stand and she, that she was pregnant? Yeah. Or what was it like? I feel Sometimes like it was. Um, I feel like um, you have some women that are, just don't care, but some of them are confused. They really, actually, don't know who the father is because you know they're having a good time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And but I'm saying if you're gonna have a good time, do not do it unprotected. I feel like you should yeah. know what you're doing because, as I said, women, you're not just setting up the men; you're setting up yourselves. Because when they find out that this kid is not theirs, you're putting yourself in danger. One, you're putting yourself to get heartbroken because no man is gonna want to stay with a child and you. That's not his. <laughs> they're they're not gonna do that. Yeah. Yep. So, and well majority of the men are not going to want to stay with you majority you have you have that little one percent that will say okay well i forgive you and Mm -hmm. we can work this out or Mm -hmm. whatever and you have some of them in the situation too Uh you have some of them in the situation too that even when they say okay you know what they know ahead of time so maybe that person was even in an abusive relationship right or Mm -hmm. that person probably walked out on her when she's pregnant and then another man comes to love her and say you know what i'm gonna take care of you of this baby and say that is mine that would not be that would not be like paternity fraud that would just be you saving someone from a bad relationship or a bad situation all righty all right what would you do if you're in this situation me yeah, you went yes, out, you, you went at a party, you met this guy, and you drank a little bit, your head was a little bit too light, you were feeling real sweet, and he starts flirting up on you, and he's real cute, and you're like, Shh, yeah, you can get it. And before you know it, you're laying in bed, you have something goes down, but then probably when you wake up in the morning, you realize, oh, you know, I, I just made a mistake. I should not have done that last night. Um, what if I'm pregnant? Then you go home, things blow over, then you have sex with your partner, and you found out a couple weeks later you're pregnant. What well, would you do? Well, first of all, if I'm going to a, if I'm at a party and I'm in that situation, um, I'm not. We all know that especially me, I'm not going to a party to have a one-night stand or anything with anybody if I got mm-hmm. a man. So, But if I was in that situation, I would probably end up taking a plan B the next morning. I'm not going to go home and, and have sex so with cool. my spouse and knowing that I put myself in a situation. I Also, I have a really bad conscience. So I think my conscience would probably kill me 
in that situation, I would you. probably want to tell him that I slept with someone. If I really love this guy and he's my man, of course, I'm going to want to tell him. I, I, if yes, there is a possibility he may break up with me, but another possibility mm-hmm. that he will work things out because of one mistake that I made. But in that situation, I'm sorry. If I do get pregnant for someone else and I'm in a relationship with, with somebody, I can't come to terms and say, you know what, it's your child. Especially if I'm not sure. I would probably just walk out to the situation. <laughs> yep. Walk out I, the I situation. Would be like, I would be like, listen, I'm pregnant and you might be the father. And you might be the father. So when this baby is born, we're going to need to do DNA tests. Exactly. I know there's a possibility that nobody wants to talk to me anymore because, you know, I cheated on you with you and whatever. But this is for the betterment. Even though it's cheating, it's like a one night stand, right? At a party. But who goes to parties that have one night stands? Do people actually still do it? I mean, a lot of people go to parties and have one night stands because a lot of people nowadays are not really thinking about like the consequences after. Night stand with a strange and no matter how good looking or cute you are, okay, yeah, maybe I'll be dancing upon you at the party, but I can't yeah. succumb myself, you know, to do that, right? Because one, I'm gonna yep. know myself is cheap, and two, I don't know you, I don't know what you have, even though I'm, I, I you could probably have AIDS, so I don't think I would even get myself in that situation. <laughs> I would say that you. When you're going out, especially, if, if I'm going out, because, listen, I can drink two sips of wine, my head start feeling light, right? I'm going to make bad decisions. <laughs> so I always feel like when I'm going out, I need to go out with people that I trust. Exactly. Because if they see that my head start feeling light, they're going to say, all right, Tom, it's time for you to have some water. Look at that corner. Mm-hmm. We'll call you when we're ready. Or mm-hmm. let's go home mm-hmm. or whatever. If listen, okay, people go out there and they'd be like, Okay, I'm gonna party with my friends. And before you know it, they wake up the next morning in somebody else's bed, not knowing if that person had a condom, not knowing if that person had also, or any other isn't it also messed up if I'm drunk. You should not even sleep with me. That's I I mean I know when you're drunk, some people do know what they're doing, but also, yes, some people, when they drink, they don't know what the heck they're doing. So, in that situation, you shouldn't even come to the thought of wanting to sleep with me. You should want to help me. (laughs) Yeah. Unless I'm under, you know, you know, Tamara, that's saying, you know, a little tipsy, I'm feeling that little, you know, groove to say, you know, this guy's cute, let's go, you know, do that with him. Well, that's a different situation. You know, I'm sorry. What if the guy is also feeling? <laughs> what if the guy is Risky? also feeling that nice vibe? Yeah. <laughs> well, if he is, as I what said, if, I. What I, if you're I, both I, drunk? <laughs> if we're both drunk and that happens, we both know what we're doing because obviously, when we get there at that party and we see each other, we're gonna be attracted to each other before we even start drinking. So the liquor is just like giving that little push. Have you ever heard a story about anybody getting drunk and thinking that that person is so fine and then they wake up in the morning and they're sober? I do know someone that actually went to a party and she had a one-night stand. But she, and she didn't know the guy. Long. He was very attractive, right? But that was like years ago when I'm, I, this person is no longer my friend. But she 
went to the party and she said she, she don't know that moment they just clicked right and mm-hmm. because they know they probably not, might not see one another again but even though they did kept in touch after but they did end up having that one mm-hmm. stand, and they were in a one-year relationship so it does happen i'm not gonna lie you know back, yeah. back in the day you know when i was young you know i'm still young but I remember I met this little guy thing at a pool party. and feeling yeah. all sexy and shit. Exactly. I was at this pool party and me and this guy, we just passed each other. I don't know what happened. I dropped my handbag and then when he helped t- take it up, we just looked each other in the eye at the pool party. I know it sounds very cliche and stupid and I didn't think like something like that. We were just staring at each other, but I wasn't drunk. And even when I was drinking, I still knew what I was doing. Even when he wanted to take mm-hmm. me home, I was just like, no. We just met. So I don't know about others. I do know about me. I cannot sleep with someone I just meet for the first night at a party. I don't know you. I mean, even when I mm-hmm. um, met my husband, shit. He, oh, sorry. I don't know if swearing is allowed, but. Swearing is allowed he on our podcast, everybody. This podcast met, is. Okay? He wanted to, okay. <laughs> he wanted to take the first night at the club in Jamaica tomorrow. I've told you this story many times. That first night he wanted yeah. to take me home. So and I didn't. I, I was alright. I was like, what age? 18? And I looked at him. I'm just like, you crazy? I'll die. Man. You know, oh, parents God, are yeah. strict. Even when you're 18, right? Even when you're 18, parents strict still. I would be like, my mom's gonna kill me. <laughs> yep. My parents didn't stop being strict until I was uh, in my 20s. So if you're saying 18, I'm like 21, eh? (laughs) right? When I was going out on a date, I was 21, right? I I can remember this. I was 21, I was going out on a date and I was looking at, I was, um, I said, I said to my mother, I was like, hey, mom, um, you know, and, um, I think I'm gonna go hang out with him for a while. He wants to take me to have dinner. My mom was like, "All right." I was so surprised. First of all, right? No, I think I was 22 because when I was 20 and I said that to her, I wouldn't even. First of all, I wouldn't even bother saying that to her. Mm-hmm. I would just reverse to go back in my dress and get into yes. bed. <laughs> Miss Mrs. Brown was so, very strict. Very. I remember. Very strict. I remember you. I think you caught me crying too. Mm-hmm. But it was like my like one of the first first real date date that I went to my parents was like, okay, this is what's happening, and I'm gonna go in the. And it was like, what? What? <laughs> that, that did not just happen. Guys, so the moral of the story is don't go out there, be promiscuous, have these children, and then tell your man that it's his when you know in your gut that it might not be his. Exactly, because A, you might end up getting heartbroken and you're going to be embarrassed. Or B, you probably might get killed, Mm -hmm. which we do not condone violence whatsoever, even if that person is wrong. So stop All giving right. the men the sizes that don't fit. Yeah, stop thing. giving jackets, people. Not everybody is cold. We don't all need jackets. The Caribbean is very hot. I know Canada is cold. But that don't mean that they need these. 
That is it for the Daily Heat. Once again, I'm Gia. This is Mara. And that's it. Share, like, subscribe to our podcast. And feel yes. free. We'll have our Instagrams open. You can feel free to send us advices that you want. We'll bring it up. Stories. We'll also share it here. And you can also listen it. All right. Tamara, is there anything else you want to say? Okay. Yeah. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Right now, we haven't started any other, we haven't distributed to anywhere else as yet. And we're going to have our socials up soon. So hopefully in the description of this podcast, you can see where you can go. And... All right. All right. Oh, is getting ready to start right. cooking. So yep. bye, everyone. Bye.